0: Hey yeah. Welcome. <laughs> welcome to the podcast. <laughs> That's good, thank you. You're welcome. So if you follow the other podcasts, specifically the chicken broccoli podcast, you know the the last uh I don't know, two or three episodes kinda had difficulty getting everybody together at the same time so we've had fill-ins and we've had episodes without and when that happens I run into a lot of thoughts that I don't get to talk about because there's a certain certain subjects that I specifically want to talk to certain people about so David I got a lot of stuff for you. I got a lot of thoughts for you. And I haven't been able to talk to you in, I mean, I don't know, it seems like a while. Maybe we did one episode, and then we did a few without you. I don't know. It feels like it's been a long time. And I know that I can reach out to you outside of the podcast, but then I don't have anything to talk about on the podcast. So I'm going to need you to be on the podcast so that I can talk to you about these things. Obviously, I'm by myself today. Uh, Again, if anybody wants to talk or if anybody has somebody they want me to talk to or whatever, always just contact me and tell me. Let me know so I can set those things up. I do have plenty of things coming. It's always just really difficult for everybody's times to match up along with my moving and everything but as of today I think that that's like 90% done 90% moved with all my stuff set up just a couple more things to do but I had a couple things I wanted to talk about in general but as I looked at the list before I sat down There's certain things I feel comfortable talking about to myself. Then there's other things that I need help with or explanations or like talk through with someone to get their point of view. So out of all these things here, I don't really have anything on my mind currently that. I think I can make it through on my own. So again, David, this is me asking you for help. I know that you made a really big deal about it, that you need to be asked. So this is it. This is what it sounds like. This is the form that it takes. I did have one person... Before I get to that, if any of y'all have specific things that you just want me to talk about, send those to the Patreon, patreon.com slash the Troubled Helix Podcast Network and just be like, hey, next time you got to do one by yourself, just talk about this and I'll just give me something to talk about, but I did have somebody reach out to me and ask about depression and what it feels like and how to handle it. And I know they came to me because I deal with depression, but I think that I deal with it in my own way that probably isn't helpful to most people. I think in a way it comes across kind of like choose happiness is the way that I look at it, but I don't choose happiness, I, I choose depression. And the reason that I do that is because I feel like it's lying to myself to choose happiness. Because I don't think that the world's a happy place, I don't think that I'm a happy person, I don't think there's a lot of happy shit going on. So when you're faced with the problem and you need a solution... Some happy shit's not going to fix it for you. I always feel like you got to face it head on and just confront it. But I know that there are people that suffer, well, like al- alcoholics. You can have someone that's completely crippled with their inability to control their alcoholism. And then I've known quite a few High functioning alcoholics, you know, high functioning. This is I don't want to say the stupid phrase like (sighs) weed smokers, right? Everyone knows dudes that are just constantly high. They wake up, they get high, they get high before they go to work, they get high on their break, they get high when they get home, they get high before they go to bed, and some of these people are. Successful functioning people. I'm not going to say that I'm successful, but I'm functioning. So I think that my depression is probably not the same as your depression. If you're actually feeling the weight. Of depression. I don't really know what that feels like. I feel the weight. Of the individual things that make me depressed. And I'm not sure that that. I mean maybe I've never tried medication. But I'm not sure that that's something that medication. Fixes. And you know. The person that reached out to me was feeling very. Classically depressed. And it may influence my reaction to things. or may influence my response to things. I don't feel like it really influences my day-to-day life. There have only been a few times where I can't get out of bed. I can't go to work. I can't get excited about anything there's always been something that I've had to look forward to so if it's if it's two weeks away and I'm going somewhere to do something fun I can always just focus on well just make it two weeks and that's always relatively easy to do make it to the weekend It's been rare where I've ever felt like I don't even care about the weekend or I don't even care what's coming up because I can always find a thing out there. It is hard for me to be like things will turn around or good things are coming. Like, I think that's kind of bullshit, but you can put something there, you can create an event for yourself, ask a friend to hang out, go somewhere, buy something. They're all just ways to deal. And yeah, I mean, you can abuse that, but that's part of it. I guess you have to learn to control it. the issue for me isn't that i'm sad the issue for me isn't that i don't like myself it's not an it's not an internal thing it's all external i don't like other people i don't like what the shit that I see other people doing that's making them happy or they're having a good time, that doesn't make me happy and it doesn't make me have a good time. I can't stand most of that type of shit. So it's... It's never... I mean, the jokes are life is meaningless, existence is pointless because I don't know it's entertaining to some people I don't actually feel I mean I do feel that way but I don't feel the weight of that ever on me never do I actually feel pulled down or saddened by the fact that none of this matters if anything it's freedom to do what you want when you want it's all in how you view it it's all in how you adjust your attitude towards it and I don't know if it's something I don't know if I could give that advice to someone like you just have to be this way because you can't make yourself be a way that you aren't you can commit to trying it for a couple weeks But I think it's very difficult to change, like, your core personality. Maybe you change the way that you react to it. Change, like, small nuances about it. But I don't think there's a lot of people that are straying uh, without purpose. Far from the person that they've been. You can make changes to be a better person or make changes to be a better dad or a better husband. But, like, the you is, I think, generally kind of stays the same. If you're an unhappy person and nothing makes you happy and you don't enjoy the things that you know that you used to enjoy. You gotta go talk to somebody. You gotta go to a... You gotta go see Frazier. Or you gotta get some medication. I don't think that's something that you can just... talk yourself out of. And I think that maybe that's the sign when it's the shit that you used to enjoy. Well, I don't... Never mind. There's plenty of shit that I used to enjoy that I can't stand now. Maybe things that you kind of currently have enjoyed when those lose interest. I don't know. I say that and I haven't played I haven't played a video game in like 5 or 6 weeks or 2 months or I don't even know. Let's talk about David again. David is sometimes concerned that I'm sad or concerned that I'm not. Whichever way that he would like me to be. And I think that there's an association between depression and negativity and a happy person and positivity. So from the outside, Oh, that guy's got such a positive outlook. That guy's such a happy person. Those are the people that always kill themselves. Not that they're the only people that kill themselves and not all of them kill themselves, but think about people, you know, the funny ones, you know, the, the comedians, the guys that always looking on the bright side. And you don't know that underneath that, they're super depressed. Because they're just lying to themselves and trying to fake their way out of the depression. Or fake their way out of how they're truly feeling. Me having... A negative outlook on shit. I feel it's a little twisted. and I think we may have talked about this before. I believe it's a realistic outlook. Based on experiences that I've had. Or experiences that other people have had that I've learned from. Shit doesn't always work out. Shit most of the time doesn't work out. I have friends right now that have been multiple friends in marriages less than two years that are failing. I got friends in long-term relationships that aren't happy. There's no way that all these people are having this type of breakdown if they're all being honest with each other, with each other. But when you're carrying a, a chosen happiness around with you all day that things are going to work out and things are great and I feel great you're not even giving yourself the chance to fix the shit that's bothering you. You're just burying it. So maybe we could... I mean, you should check on all your friends. But if I'm the one that you're checking on because i'm honest with myself or in touch with myself like i might be the guy that you're wasting time on when the life of the party just tried to commit suicide i feel like that's often like everyone knows that like i i don't i don't know like but think about Robin Williams and he kills himself and everybody says, oh, he was so happy. He was so funny. You never would have thought he would have been the one like I heard that all over the place and probably equally, I'm not the only person that has this thought. I heard people say, well, those are always the sad ones on the inside and if it feels like you got half the people saying who would have thought and half the other people saying well of course it was him then your positive outlook your negative outlook your depression or your non-depression doesn't really mean shit it's just something that everyone deals with and everyone deals with differently. But if we're talking about the checking on your friends, like maybe it's not the best idea to just check on your friends when it seems like they're sad. I'm not calling you out, but maybe y'all should go to your super happy friends and be like, look, everybody knows the annoying ass, happy, bubbly, loud, My life is perfect girl. Everyone knows this girl. Or a girl like it. I'm not calling you a slut. Everyone also knows that this girl is full of shit. You see how hard her life has been. You see the shit that she deals with. And then... You admire her for always being able to maintain a positive attitude. Well, that positive attitude only exists on the outside. And on the inside, she's struggling and failing to keep it all together. So is it her fault? Yeah. She should be more honest, but everyone copes and deals with shit differently. I think that everyone could deal with trying to Makoto touched on this too. If y'all listen to that episode, just being in touch with yourself, knowing yourself, knowing what you want, knowing what works for you and what doesn't work for you, what makes you happy and what doesn't, what you want out of life or out of hobbies You know, it's as simple as what will bring Morgan in. Morgan likes to give me shit for not playing games long enough to give them a fair shot whether I like them or not. And I'm sure if we talked about TV shows, movies, YouTube videos, five, five, ten minutes, I'm out. Check out this anime series. I'm going to watch half the first episode. And if I'm not into it, it's done. I know that about myself and I don't I don't have any shame in it. I do understand, hey, if you stick with it, maybe it's building to something. Maybe this shit will grab you if you give it a chance. I don't want to give it a chance. There's so many people. There's so many Movies, there's so many games, so many sources of entertainment. You know, if I wanted to read, so much shit to read. I don't think that stuff deserves your time or your attention any more than you want to give it. And you might miss out on something here and there, but you're missing out on shit all the time anyway. You're missing out on shit by staying with The girl that you don't actually like, and you've been with her for four fucking years. You're missing out. So then you could bring in another argument that I hear from a lot of people about maybe not argument, maybe a motivation that I hear from a lot of other people telling you don't settle. Don't settle for less than you deserve. Don't settle for less than you want. Always do better. Always do better. But the thing is, you can always do better. It doesn't matter what situation you're in. Unless you're the number one at the top, you can't do better. And even if you are number one at the top, you're the fastest swimmer. So okay, you came in first, but you could have done better. You could have you could have gone faster. But you didn't. You settled. Anytime you quit working to something, you're settling with that result. And people love to shit on settling. But all of us have settled with everything that we've got. But those are extreme cases. We don't really have to go that far to prove, or to get at what I'm trying to say. You, you settled at your job. You, you settled with, I mean, even if you like your girlfriend or you like your husband, Chances are still that you settled. I would say there's there's a there's a hundred nah there's a ninety nine percent chance that there's someone out there that's better for you than who you're with. What are the chances with the uh, eight billion people or the three hundred and fifty million people? in this country that the perfect dude for you lives in the same shit town that you do. You just accept that this is as good as it's going to get. And maybe you're completely happy with that. And I think that's the most you can ask for. Like I'm happy with this person, but you still settled. You still could have kept looking I think that most people are happy to find anyone that they can stand being around. And then I think that some truly lucky people find someone that they truly enjoy being around and that they truly care for. But you're still settled. The guy trying to motivate you by telling you not to settle might have 3 million Instagram followers, but Beyonce has 100 million. So, you know, he should have more. I feel like it's meant to motivate, but it's really offensive. You... I don't know if you, if you, if you pick it apart, it could either make you super depressed or it could make you happy. Like you could look at the life that you settled for and be, you know, not care that you settled for it. It doesn't have to be a negative thing to settle and you could be super proud of where you are and incredibly happy you could look at it like I need more I have to have more I mean which, which way is the you know different people are going to tell you that both of those situations are good everyone's going to argue about you know you got to do what's right for you but in order to do what's right for you you have to truly know you and truly know what you want And the longer that you take to find that out, the longer that you're wasting time. Which I think is, that's the one thing that you should focus on. Is the amount of time that you're wasting. I know I've talked about that before, but... You know, I don't see y'all doing anything about it. I see you still complaining about the same dude that you complained about six months ago. Which is the same dude that you complained about a year ago. So you're going to fight for this dude. You're going to fight for this relationship. And you're going to stick it out through a couple shitty years that are longer than you've been in the relationship And then maybe you'll find some medium sense of happiness in it. Because you're always going to remember the shit that almost tore you apart. So any good things that come your way after, you're never going to escape that bad shit. If we're talking about like little bad shit, That you can let go. Yeah, totally. If you're capable, what if you're one of those people that aren't capable of letting shit go? And you're bringing up shit from six months ago. You're bringing up shit from a year ago. You're bringing up shit that's causing problems. Because you can't let it go. But I think certain shit gets to a point where most people don't want to let that shit go anymore. Even if it's not horrible things that were done to you, you always hear people say, Oh, I gave 10 years of my life to that, and now I'm 35. It's like, well, yeah. Like, that's 10 years you could have been finding somebody better for you instead of fighting to make this dude that's not good for you kind of work. So here's this boyfriend, this girlfriend that you settled for in the first place. Said, I think this should probably work. This will do. Like, I can make a life with this. And now it sucks. But you're stuck in it. And now you're fighting to save it, even though you don't really want it. Because you've already invested in it. But you really didn't want to be involved in it in the first place. if you're being truly honest with yourself, is this the best person out there for you? Was it at the time? Or was it just someone that could fit the role? I think with the internet, social media, the ability to meet people, You don't have to stick to your little town anymore. And yeah, it's super difficult to meet someone online that lives in a different country or a different state and get to know them. But there's no shortage of them either. You could... Let's... you know, the, the cliche, you're the most beautiful person in the world. All I got to do is open Instagram to know that you don't mean that about me. You say, you're the, you're the hottest dude I've ever seen. Like, no, I'm not like right here on my phone or thousands of more attractive men than me. And maybe most of them have shitty personalities, but all of them don't. It's probably somebody that has a comparable personality and is definitely somebody that makes more money. And they're right there. It's not even hard anymore. The The people that you grew up with, well, when I grew up without the internet, At at your high school or at college, there were a few people that were like undeniably attractive, like your classical version of hot, attractive, beautiful. That was rare. So maybe when my parents were dating, maybe that old cliche shit had a little bit more truth to it. But in a world like this, when I, if I were to say something like that to my girlfriend, how how much more insincere could I be? And I don't think that that's offensive. I think it's offensive the other way around. I think it's offensive for you to, if you were to tell me I'm the most attractive dude you've ever seen, you're patronizing me. You're lying to me. You're trying to make me feel good. But there's 0% truth to what you're saying. I'm sure that some of you are like, oh, well, you're... Your emotions can make someone more attractive. I mean, that's fine. That's your emotions. That's not really what we're talking about. If you want to bring emotions into it, you could probably find a boyfriend that doesn't beat you. And that would be a step in the right direction. So don't start throwing around like your heart and your emotions into the conversation like, He's the greatest person you've ever been around, so that makes him more attractive. There's also definitely dudes that would treat you way better. I don't know if any of this is making sense, but it makes sense to me. I don't know if I'm explaining it right. Maybe I'm leaving some some gaps in my thinking as to where I get you know, getting from one, jumping from one spot to the next, but I'm not talking shit about your choice of mate. I'm not talking shit about where you are in your life. It's unrealistic to think that you can have the best. You're not ever going to have the best. There's only one thing in each category that's the best. And you're not going to have it. So, you do have to make do. But I think that you should be honest with yourself about what you have. And I think that that's not a negative thing. I think that that makes you appreciate what you have more. I got a really bad headache. Um, I don't know. I don't want to talk anymore. I don't know if I have anything else to say about it. Sometimes I get to where I'm just talking in circles, saying the same thing in a different way. Cause I think that if I use different words, maybe someone that heard the first thing I said was like, I don't really get that. But then I phrase it differently and they're like, Oh, okay. I do get that. Whenever I argue with my significant others in my life I know that's what I do and I know that it's really annoying to them I don't want to annoy you